Frequency, frequency, frequency matters. Welcome to the Frequency Matters Podcast. Hi, and welcome. Today we have Sarah Crisp with us. And um, as you know, I'm your host, Kim Fendi, owner and uh, sacred sound facilitator of Frequency Matters. And this is the Frequency Matters Podcast. We're delighted to have you on the show today, Sarah. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Excellent. Well, if you'd like to just go ahead and um, kick it off, please introduce yourself. Tell us about you. Right. Well, my name's Sarah, and I'm owner of Hummingbird Healing. I'm currently located in Crescent Springs, Kentucky, but um, I guess I'm dropping this for the first time publicly. I'm moving to a different office space in June. And I'll be in the Fort Thomas, Kentucky area, which is very close to Cincinnati, downtown Cincinnati. So um, I'm excited about that. It'll be a bigger space and I can have other practitioners there. And Ooh, congratulations. Thank you. Very cool. And, um, so my, I know I'm just so excited, but I'm also really nervous. But um, I guess with any like life change crossroads, there's, there's a little good, healthy nerves to that. Um, absolutely. <laughs> but so my journey started in 2017. Um, uh, kind of tell you a shorter version, but my, my mom knew a lady at her work getting rife therapy done and for fibromyalgia. And my mom was curious how that could help her. So she started to see this, uh, naturopath that was offering, uh, rife and, um, then it just became like a family thing. She told my dad and then my dad went and then, then my husband went and then I went and then my sisters went, we just kind of all did it. Um, and that's, uh, so when she scanned me, one of the scans that came up was that I had the frequencies for breast cancer. So, um, which was a complete shock to me because at that point I was eating, uh, what I considered to be pretty healthy. I thought I was pretty healthy, but I did have uh, a level of stress in my life. I had two young kids. I, um, I, I was just always look just super tired and worn out, but I thought it was just motherhood, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody kept saying, Oh, it's normal. You have two young children. You're of course you're done. but it didn't feel that it was related. My tiredness and lethargic feelings did not feel like it was because of that. It felt different to me. So I, it did make sense that there was something going on that my body was working really hard. And, um, so I, I decided at that point that, I mean, I did believe her, you know, there was a sort of, whenever you get a scan like that, there's, there's a belief system that you have to believe that that has a weight to it, you know, because you could go, that's not true. I don't believe that. But, um, but there was also where I wanted like chemical proof, you know, and I didn't really want to go through biopsies and CAT scans and MRIs and all this. So I ended up doing blood work on my own, um, which you can do at a website called requestatest.com. I ran breast cancer numbers, um, blood work on that. And I did get thermography done, which was, um, what I felt a safer option than thermography. And, um, both verified that. So that was enough for me to kind of back up what she said and go forward with trying to heal. Um, so people will ask, you know, what stage were you, were you and all of that? I don't really know. Um, she, she guessed that probably it was maybe one or two it was early. Okay. Um, it really wouldn't have mattered to me what it was. Cause I have had so many loved ones fight cancer and do chemo and radiation and um, just watch them suffer horribly. And I just knew it did, really didn't matter. I wasn't going to do that it's form of treatment therapy, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. so, you know, my life changed at that moment. Um, I was all hands on deck, you know, like changing my diet, 
to what was truly healthy, <laughs> not what I thought was healthy, because I, I believe that one of the issues for me was just refined sugar because mm. it's in so many things. So I think diet wise, that was really important for me. Um, I did increase fruit sugar. I don't feel like that was harmful at all. And still to this day, I think fruit is probably the most healing thing you can eat, but um, eliminating just the junk, you know, and was very, very disciplined and serious about my diet changed. I added in so many supplements. I was doing coffee enemas, B17, SEAC T. I mean, just all the anti-cancer stuff. Fine. Researching, um, every minute I had spare, you know, was, was watching documentaries, reading articles, books, whatever. I was just obsessed with wow. healing. And because of that, it stimulated this passion for, you know, the things that I didn't know. And I wanted everyone to know it because this is so suppressed and even, you know, it, it's, it's very difficult to find the truth. Um, it's not easy. So you have to really fight for that and stick with it. And, um, so long story short, after about nine months of driving to Corbin to, to get, um, you know, therapy and things like that, everything was fine at my, all my numbers were good. Um, and I felt just so much better. You know, the, the tiredness was gone. I felt empowered emotionally. Um, and so that just became a journey for me to where I wanted to help people. Um, and I went to Dr. Morse's school and learned about regenerative detoxification and then trained with Rife um, to uh, like Rife practitioners and um, True Rife, who is, this is the Rife machine that I use is True Rife, um, to just get knowledge on, uh, sorry, let me, that's okay. Uh, sorry about that. No just get knowledge on how to use this and how to help people with it, um, how to scan people, that sort of thing. And then I officially opened in 2020. I, well, I would say 2019, I sort of started working with people, but officially in an office space, 2019. And it's been amazing. So I've seen so many testimonials. I, I can tell you that changing your life, changing your health, incorporating frequency it matters yeah yeah frequency matters huh <laughs> that's the name of our, right. our podcast and the name of my business. I know I love that it's a great name yeah it's a great so name. I'm, I'm so excited to have you on the show because I've been I've been aware of the Rife machine for probably as long as I've been playing with sound so over a decade um, but it was, it was something like, well, that's very expensive. Let me see what I can do like <laughs> at home and like just playing around with creating my own frequencies here with the tools that I have. Um, so I have lots of questions about how it works, but for the listeners that have never heard of this, can you talk about what the Rife machine is and does? Yeah. So the name Rife comes from a person, Royal Raymond Rife was his name. He was a scientist inventor. Um, just, I would call him a genius along with the likes of someone like Tesla, you know, um, he, what he did for humanity, uh, will never be recognized. Um, unfortunately he should, he, yeah, unfortunately he should be given so many awards and he should be a common name in people's, um, you know, households just like Tesla, right? Um, but unfortunately, it's not because he actually was helping people, you know, he's actually healing people. But he um, sort of his passion was finding out in the beginning was finding out if a specific strain of bacteria would um, be behind cancer cells. So he started out with rats and mice and the sort of thing. And he uh, was interested in this BX cancer virus. And he decided to put this virus in rats and then expose the rats to a frequency vibrating the same frequency as that BX virus. And he, because he, he was so incredibly smart, I mean, he had his own light frequency machines. He had his own microscopes that at the time and still to this day are probably 
worldly recognized for being the most advanced microscopes. So we're talking mm-hmm. 60,000 magnification in the 30s. Nobody was doing that. And, so 1930s? Um, mm-hmm, this is in the 1930s. And, um, you know, they had so many moving parts that just were not even heard of. So the, he was just yeah. a genius, but he had all this technology and he was very interested in seeing if um, that if he could place these rats with around the light frequency that was vibrating at the same rate as the, the, the VX virus that he actually implanted. So he knew it was in there um, if, if it would go away and it did. Um, so then he, um, he had all this research and I have the questions. Same, yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> How, how did he know what frequency the virus was um, vibrating in? So with his, with his technology, like his light frequency machine, he was able to count, he called them MORs or MORs, mortal oscillatory rate. So everything has a frequency. So mm-hmm. he was able to count how many times those vibrated. Um, and the light itself, he could plug in that number to the light and the light would free, would rate, I guess, vibrate is the best word we can come up with, vibrate those same rates, the mortal okay. oscillatory. Okay. So the goal is so, to um, vibrate the same frequency as the virus or whatever is attacking the body. And, exactly. Okay. So continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh no, interrupt anytime. Um, he, so he, he got kind of some notoriety with, with people in the area. He was talking about this and they, um, it made word around into San, I think it was San Diego University Hospital there. He was in San Diego. Um, and they had some late term cancer. patients. I think they were stage four and really were just given a go home to die sentence. And they said, well, there's this guy, right? You know, and they contacted him and he was willing to take on these human trials because these people were really desperate and they had no other options. So I, th- I believe he had 16 um, patients that were all stage four cancer. And in 12 weeks, um, 14 of the 16 were completely healed with wow. his frequency generator. And then four weeks later, the Here's other bumps. two were healed. Here's so bumps. Four- I know four months and we're talking 16 people completely in remission. So this is what put him on the map. And I would say initially in a good way and, and eventually in a very bad way, because um, at the time, you know, especially in California, they were so excited that these doctors were throwing him banquets saying the end of all diseases is here. You know, this is the title of these banquets, but at the same time, is coming to their what I would say um, to their start, you know, their pinnacle. They're starting to to minimize homeopaths, naturopaths, you know, um, start in their indoctrination with uh, medical schools and this sort of thing. Right at the same time, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, um, a lot of scientists were paid off that knew Rife that threw them these banquets. You know, uh, they were paid off, or they were forced to go to Mexico. Um, didn't want to be paid off. Um, so his life story is really unfortunate, but that is where the actual machine comes from. And through the years, it's still survived. That's what I think is miraculous is that his technology is still here. It's um, thank, thank goodness for scientists that are willing to, you know, keep it going um, because mm-hmm. I am not a scientist or an engineer or anything like that. Um, I, I have to help people and I know this works so thank God for the people that are continuing to keep this technology alive um, but the bulb itself um, is is a plasma bulb Tesla technology it's got um, it's a double bubble and it's radiating these frequency or uh, I would say vibrating the frequencies through the light okay um, what's double bubble so it's just two bulbs you can't really see it um, if I put it on its side, you might be able to see it. There's two bulbs inside instead of one, okay. like, but they're built in together. Wow. So, um, okay. And it also emits a little ozone. So like if you have somebody that's sick, you can run it with ozone and it'll kill all that stuff. It'll kill mold in the air if you have mold in your home. 
Wow. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You just leave it running. Like you don't have to. So that, I guess my next question was always like, well, how do you, how does the machine administer the frequencies? And I think what I've seen, I've looked up pictures. It looks like there's like handheld probes that you hold onto. So it's like actually a vibratory. It's not a sound. It's more vibro, vibroacoustics. Um, it, there is a little sound to it. It's not terribly loud. I don't know if you can hear it on your end. Um, they've worked really hard to like mitigate the sound because they want people to be able to sleep with it and that sort of oh, thing. Yeah. But there is a touch of sound just because of the, the extreme um, power of the frequencies. But on this particular model, you can sit within six feet of it and benefit. Wow. And so like when I come to work, my desk is not that maybe three feet away from this. So even myself, now I will say, and this is something that Rife found out is that, um, so when his, his name kind of got out there and the, the U S government decided to hire Rife to, um, see if use Rife frequency as uh, warfare, they wanted mm -hmm. to see if they could actually give someone frequencies of anthrax or whatever. Um, and, and so then they Rice, would develop the virus. Exactly. So backwards, so, basically for his intention. Yeah, backwards, exactly. And he, he was given millions of dollars to research frequencies, though. I mean, it kind of backfired against him, luckily, because he gained a wealth of knowledge of frequencies that he would, he would just not have had that money to take the time to learn those frequencies and have probably a staff of people helping him. So um, he gained something out of that. But what the biggest thing that we gained was that you can't give someone a frequency they don't have through light frequency. So for instance, like if I'm working with a client and I'm running a specific bacteria through the bulb, the frequency of a bacteria. I can't give that bacteria to myself, but okay. the great thing is if I do have that same frequency, I will benefit as well. So okay. you can't give someone a frequency they don't have, and you can't benefit from a frequency you don't have. So, so both sides of the coin. So in his research, when he was hired by the government to give people viruses, that was un unsuccessful. However, he got his library of frequencies that way. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Wow. Yeah. That's uh huh. Cool. Yeah. And I mean, it did backfire against them, but it tells you something, doesn't it? I mean, it tells you uh, the heart of these people that are supposedly trying to help you. I think, you know, we know that now, but a little bit more but this is going on a long time ago. These, these are the same corrupt people running things. So yeah. when, when governments, you know, unfortunately they're tied in at this time since the 1930s with the pharmaceutical industries. So their, their allegiance is to each other and you know, they're, they're all tied up together. Um, they don't want things like this out there. Yeah. You know? So do you have, have you run into any like, uh resistance in sharing this information any like being blocked by you know like social media when you post stuff or um I guess just in general your level of fear or concern that by you putting yourself in this position are you mm -hmm. kind of putting yourself at risk um I haven't faced I mean, I want to knock on something. Right? Yeah, let's um, knock I haven't on faced. It. Yeah, I haven't faced a ton of opposition in the way that I think most people would associate. However, I'm pretty careful what I put out there. I I work with clients one on one, and I feel like the people that come in here um, have a desire for natural health. You know, they're not trying to. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess I trust my clients and I don't do a lot of advertising. I, I do put myself out there somewhat, but I don't have like this massive following or anything. Um, not yet. I'm pretty careful what I say and do in that way. But, um, yeah, I do. And I also feel protected. Like I feel called to do this. I feel like God is protecting me yeah. and I, he already knows like how I'm going to die and when I'm going to die. And like, there's really nothing I can do to change that. I just know I have to walk in what his will is for my life. So 
um, I feel protected and I trust God. And I just like, okay, here's a great story. Um, this is, this is why I'm so passionate about. It. I know it's, I know it's why you're passionate about frequency too. Um, I had a gentleman come in January. He had stage four liver cancer, um, in his seventies. He had just lost his wife and, um, he, his doctors told him that he couldn't do chemo radiation. I'm not sure about surgery. I, they weren't, that wasn't an option either. They just didn't think that for his type of cancer that would work for his age, whatever, it just wasn't an option. So they put him on a transplant list, but even at that, he wasn't really like excited about getting a transplant, taking that healthy liver from someone that was possibly younger. He had lived a long life. Hmm. So, but this guy had a fight in him. Um, ex-veteran you know I could tell that he's a fighter he had kind of just a good good outlook on life he was at peace either way um and so we just start working you know he he came in he changed his diet he went very high fruit which was very difficult I mean you talk about somebody completely different <laughs> um and he he really took took the reins and he did a great job with his diet. He started incorporating all the anti-cancer stuff that, that, um, I mentioned before. Um, and then he, he bought a rife machine. He started sleeping with it. We scanned him for all of his cancer frequent, the frequencies that would have caused or been behind some of these things. Mm -hmm. Um, he started sleeping with it, doing foot detoxes every week. And he sent me a, um, text this week. Uh, after having his radiologist do a scan and they cannot find cancer. Oh my goodness. Hallelujah. It's like <laughs> April. I mean, this is four months. Oh four my months. gosh. Congratulations. And like, how amazing. Yeah. That's so I know incredible. he did the work. He did the work. It's like, you know, it is work to change your life. It is a sacrifice, but you are not going to suffer. He didn't suffer one time because wow. you know, you're healing. You're not suffering. That's amazing. It may not be easy detoxing the waste. Sometimes it's, it's frustrating, but you know, what real suffering is, is chemotherapy. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. It's real suffering. And so is radiation. Yeah. I think it's really scary to be in a position where the doctors are telling you, this is what you need to do. And then it's, even if you're doing alternate things at that time alongside chemo, I, I think it just does such a a number on the body that have yes. you worked with anybody that's done rife and chemo simultaneously? Yes. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's a personal choice, you know, what the person decides to do and, and, uh, the owner, you know, of true rife, he, he does say that when you do chemotherapy and you do rife, um, you could, it, it's, it's a balance, you know, um, I think, legally you have to be careful what you say you know um if you were to tell your oncologist that's administering the chemo what you're doing they probably would have a severe problem with it they're mm -hmm. even they even have a problem with bringing in more nutrition you know it's like no you might actually mm -hmm. negate the effects of the chemotherapy mm -hmm. so i think that you have to kind of be um in charge of that as a person like you know what i'm deciding yeah, you have, you really do. If you want to do toxic chemo, then, and then try to mitigate the effects of the chemo and boost your immune system, you kind of have to go at it alone. I mean, there's nobody that can really tell you how to do that, but you, yeah. you know, I can suggest to people, um, what I might do for myself, but yeah. you know, it is a difficult it is a difficult road, but I tell you, I have worked with a lot of people that have done chemo that are finished and then decided to clean up the mess with Rife. So that's also, that's also another possibility. And you've had success with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and amazing. you know, there's, I have one client right now that's still ongoing. You know, she's, she's in a really bad state because cancer's everywhere but she's still alive and they gave her i think they gave her um six months or four months i can't remember now but she's way past that i mean she's at least a year past that so 
Um, I'm not saying that it will 100% of the time help someone because it's determining on a lot of different things. Sure. But I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely an option and it's a, You're frozen. Can you hear me? Oh, oh yeah. there you are. Okay. There. You okay. said it's a good alternative. I'm just filling in the blanks. What did you say? It's an option and it's a good. I said it's a good option. A good option. It's a good yeah. option. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I have more questions. So I'm going to jump back okay. to, you mentioned scan. You can scan the body and see if you have those frequencies. How does, how do you do that? So with the scanning, it's, um, you've got a, a rife bulb. It's a little different than this one. It's a spiral bulb. And we usually put it behind the back. So it's touching the skin and it vibrates every 10 seconds, a different frequency. And then you're holding an instrument in your hand, your non-dominant hand that's measuring your central nervous system. So it's similar to lie detector technology where it's based on a galvanic skin response. So for instance, when you're nervous or, um, you know, sweating, those are all skin responses based on your nervous system. And it will pick up, mm. uh, like if the frequency is vibrating a parasite and your body senses that it will pick that up and, and it will alert the computer system. It's hooked up to a computer system that, you know, this frequency showed up. Now, it doesn't mean that that person has that pathogen or whatever it says, you know, as a, as a researcher or practitioner, you have to look at the whole of the scan. I mean, I put a lot of weight with whatever comes back, you know, I'm very interested with what comes back because I believe in the accuracy of it, but I'm also looking for patterns in, in what comes back. Um, and specific to what they're there for. So we can customize, like there's so many different scans. We can, if someone has cancer, we can customize what frequencies we run or scan for because these are the ones Rife found most prevalent with people with cancer, or mm -hmm. these are the ones most prevalent with people that have Lyme disease or mm -hmm. autoimmune, any kind of other autoimmune or arthritis or you know whatever you are particularly about, going through how about seasonal allergies for sure yeah, yeah you've had success with those well, that's so oh cool. yeah and yeah you can um you can run different frequencies for anything i mean even emotional things like right now what i have going through the bowl is more emotional stuff just because I'm kind of going through some stuff where it's just been a hard week and I'm just feeling very overwhelmed today. And I was like, what frequencies could I benefit from? And these are working on adrenals. These are working on pineal and pituitary. It's working out the stresses, my nervous system. So, um, awesome. and it, it's, I feel calmer, you know, it's, so that's the benefit is, um, looking at mind, body, spirit, how mm. can we benefit the whole body system to functioning um, in this place of homeostasis? I mean, isn't that what it's about? Because yeah. when you're, when you're on one side of the coin or the other, you know, someone with like depression or hypothyroid, they have no energy, you know, you want to lift them up. It's somebody that's hyperthyroid just has way too much energy. You know, they, they're really crying out for balance either side of the coin yeah. or someone that's just chronically stressed, um, mm -hmm. you know, and frequency can really do that. Even addiction, you can, you can help people with addiction. It's just crazy. Like, wow. yeah, the sky's the limit. And this is the problem is like, you know, we need more researchers. We need more people that are that are validating this and that are working with people doing it. And there's very, very few of us. Very few. Really, um, I have more. So many more questions, but um, I have. I'm gonna take. We could take a short little break and okay. come back. And so you answered one of my questions, which was that it does work on the mind, body, spirit level. So there's literally a frequency for everything, for every thought, for every old belief, every emotion, like fear, if fear is constant in your body or in your mm -hmm. field, 
you can literally play a frequency or well you not really play but emit mm -hmm. a frequency with this bulb that can help now how much so in my work with sound healing i found that um it's it comes a lot down to our belief system and our core beliefs and a lot of what we manifest in our life and in our health is based on these core beliefs that we're holding and one of those things, like conclusions that I've come to is like, we can work with sound to remove things from your field, but if you're still holding that belief, it's likely going to come back. So do you do anything on that level to work with the core beliefs that may be creating these uh, frequencies in the body in the first place? Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I totally agree. I think... Um, the mind is so powerful and you know one of my favorite examples of this is a documentary called heal um and a doctor on that documentary and i don't know if this is on the full like the uh available for public documentary but i saw this when they were formulating it for like specific subscribers i saw kind of got i guess a rough cut version of it nice. and i don't know if this interview made the cut but uh, this, this doctor, um, a guy came into the doctors to get a routine blood test and they ended up calling him back and you have cancer, you have two weeks to live. He died literally two weeks later and, um, months went by and these doctors were going through paperwork and they realized they called the wrong person. This wasn't the right person. They called this other person and the guy that actually, you know, got the call that wasn't the right it wasn't the right person he didn't even have cancer he oh was totally fine all his blood work was, was clear and it, it when i heard that i thought you know the mind is so powerful when you tell someone they have two weeks to live by the way that that should never be told to anyone but right. when you tell someone that um believe it or not regardless what you have going on you could totally die so if you believe it right it goes back to your mindset so you know, I do believe that in, in that particular place where they put so much authority on what that person said, that that matters too, right? It matters your belief and where the information is coming from, the the authority that you give that person. So, yeah. um, you know, absolutely. I think it's funny because I can usually tell, I have pretty good in, intuition with people. I can usually tell if they bought in to what I'm saying, or, it, and if they're going to do the work it takes, right. Mm -hmm. Or if they are, are questioning, doubting, they're skeptics. I know. And it's not going to work with someone that can't wrap their mind around the fact that this works or doesn't work. They can't, they yeah. can't fathom that it works oh, yeah. so well. You know, Absolutely. it's not going to work for you. And um, so I do work on that. Uh, I would say that I desire people, and I this is something I pray for. I pray for clients that desire to change their life. Um, because although I, I do motivate people, and that's part of my passion, but, you know, I want motivated people. Yeah. That's what I want. Because it's a lot easier to take someone that's already motivated, already buys in, is willing to do the work um, and take them to where they want to go. I'm not saying I'm unwilling to work with someone that's not, but it's just, it's yeah. just, it's just better. It's more fun. Yeah. You know, well, it's a lot, it's a lot of work to have a skeptic and try to change their mind because you're wait. I mean, I don't know if it's wasting time, but you're spending a lot of time that you could be working towards a yes. resolution on, you know, trying to change their mind, which that's, you know, yeah. that, that's got to cost them, cost money on a, they, on a session. That's right. That's right. And I can tell when they leave, they're going to kill it. I mean, I had a, a recent girl, she just this darling, darling girl, young girl diagnosed with lupus is in her teens and just went through the rigmarole of the hospital and oh my gosh what they put the soul through is criminal um eventually ended up giving her chemo for lupus that yes they're doing that now um and by the time she comes to my office you know she is just her body is just a mess 
and um, she's so frustrated and ran all these autoimmune scans on her and not once did lupus frequency come up. Oh and you know what, goodness. when I told her that, she goes, I always knew it. Oh. And I knew when she left, she's going to kill it. She is so pissed off and yeah. that's going to motivate her is Good. that I don't even have this stupid stuff. And I have this instead, I've got this going on. I need to work on this. And um, she's killing it. I mean, to tell you, so nice. I just not, like, I love that. I love when I see the light bulbs going off and people are no taking ownership. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're taking ownership <laughs> of their health. They're going to be the CEO of their own health. That's what it's about. I love that. Okay, cool. Another question, because there's so many in so little time. Um, Go for it. Do you like if I were to have every frequency that you can access, but from a tuning fork, and let's say I could just create those vibrations, tuning forks, singing bowls, do mm -hmm. you do you believe that that would do the same thing? Or is there something different in the Rife machine that makes it work? I guess that two things I would answer that. I do, I do think that those are powerful tools. So I don't want to negate that. Um, I would say that if you go back to the premise that you can't heal a frequency you don't have, mm -hmm. and you can't give someone a frequency they don't have. So for instance, let's say you were really struggling with Epstein-Barr virus. Um, and you really, it's really debilitated you in a number of ways. So I, want to be around that very very specific strain frequency so with with the rife technology they go down to the thousandth of of numbers so like it's not even whole numbers anymore we're talking like you know 1600.962 oh. or i'm making this number up but okay it's so really it specific it's very specific and for someone with chronic lyme you know those thousands are everything that's taking someone healing really quickly versus like, maybe that will work for them, maybe not. So that would be my first thing is that when you're dealing with something specific and you know what it is, you know, that's causing your problems, then getting very specific with frequency is important. Um, and then the other thing would be the time. So if you purchase a Rife machine for someone that has cancer or severe autoimmune, that might be a better choice for them just because, you know, cost wise, it might be a better choice for them. For someone that does not have something like that, um, coming to a session might might be more cost effective. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have cancer or severe autoimmune, you know, the sheer time that you need to be sitting with frequency is in the hours per day. So really? you, know, you probably aren't going to sit with tuning forks hours per day, but you okay. could sit with a light you know, going on, or they, they make, I have sleeping bulbs. So they're wrapped in plastic so that you could drop it, hit it with a hammer, roll over it. It's not going to break. So, um, it's still a glass bulb inside of it. Um, hmm. but those are fantastic. Like my client, I was telling you about with the had liver cancer. That's what he was doing, sleeping with the bulb every night. Um, and how do you, like, how do you, how big is it? Like, how is this something that you can sleep with? Um, it's about, I should have brought it with me. It's about like maybe 18 inches long. Um, and it's right. It's a round tube. Um, it kind of looks like the tube at the bank where you put your, in the drive through, you okay. know, yeah. it's a little bit thinner than that, but that's kind of what it's like. You just hold it, put it behind your head. Um, and then you ground yourself. So uh, you can buy a grounding sheet or a grounding mat, but you definitely want to ground yourself. It drives those frequencies. Like for instance, if you had breast cancer, you could put the grounding mat like right on your chest and would drive all those frequencies to that area. Um, but wow. you can run pain, like for people with back pain, you know, you could sleep with that grounding mat on your back and then run pain frequencies into the bulb at night. So, um, that's amazing. Yeah. That, that would be my two things is the the sheer amount of time that people that are chronically ill would need. Um, someone that's healthy and that maybe needs to de-stress or work on a few things, the, he, the, the things you were mentioning would be completely wonderful, you know? Um, is it going to heal someone from cancer or chronic Lyme, you know? 
probably, I mean, anything's possible. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what I've heard a lot about the frequency of 111 Hertz for blasting cancer cells. Is that, are you familiar with that frequency or when you even use these frequencies, are there certain ones that you tend to use most often? Um, let me look that up in my rice manual. I don't know. Um, I, what I tell people when they get their personal scan, as I say, it's just a number. So, and everybody's numbers are different. Now it's interesting when I scan husbands and wives or mothers and daughters and this kind of thing, you can go back and it's crazy, but you can have the exact frequency down to the thousand. So husbands and wives, you know, wow. I, I think this would be a great tool to uh, want to do before you would um, have sex with someone. Compatibility. <laughs> maybe see what exactly is it going on inside of them um before you choose to do because you absolutely swap fluids and those fluids oh, wow. can be full of all kinds of pathogens um and ones that you probably don't want to be dealing with so and you know we know that um because of the mother you know lymphatically you could also transfer that to your child so that's why mother and, and child have so many frequencies that are exactly the same um unfortunately or fortunately <laughs> yeah 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 that's so fascinating um let me look up hold on i'll, I'll look that okay one up. okay cool yeah let's see what that is let's see your manual how big is it it it's actually just says H number three and I don't even know what that is. Um it's about it's just a it's just a collection of like right frequencies. So um like 521 is measles. That gives you an example. The thing that's kind of interesting is let me show you an example. Now I'm sorry, you cut out. Can you start what over? What this means, and this is why I tell, oh, sure. So I'm going to do 440 just for now. Yeah. So here's the number 440. I'm glad you're doing vibrates that Vibrates 440. And, and then all the um, the uh, options. So when someone gets in and it comes back and it says like 30 different things to be, it doesn't mean that they have all all of them it just means that this frequency vibrating can be man uh, manifesting in any of these ways so it's it's the job as a researcher to look for the patterns when you have frequencies that can be that vast um for instance this person could have vitiligo they could have sinusitis they could have um coughing diabetes edema fever etc so it could be a lot of different things um, and at the end of the day, and it's just a number. So what I find really interesting is that the doctors, the whole medical system is big on labels and mm -hmm. diagnosis and yeah. you have this blah, 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 blah. Yeah. With that comes just a stress alone, just to be told you have fill in the blank. Um, mm -hmm. when, you know, really it's not that it's just a number right how cool is that yeah I mean, it's just a number in your body your body doesn't know that name that they've tagged on it and um you shouldn't think of it that way either because it's harmful yeah absolutely especially once we start like down the like google diagnosis yeah like <laughs> oh my god i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it it like the name for for the medical field helps them know the uh, symptoms that are associated with it. And then on the flip side, it helps them know the treatment that they've been taught to give, right? Right. But, the symptoms know, don't symptoms, ever address the core issue or reason that you are having it. Exactly. Symptoms are not enemies to be destroyed, but sacred messengers who encourage us to take better cares of ourselves. John Gabriel said that. So Love when that. we, you know, when you have headaches, the question isn't, where's my ibuprofen? The question is, why do I have a headache? We're in a different mindset in this country yeah. and we need to catch up and wake up because 
you know, if you can find out, oh, I haven't had any water today. Well, that may be why I have a headache yeah. or I'm, I'm under a lot of stress or I haven't eaten or, you know, there's a lot of different things. We need to start going back with the timeline of our life and start putting in these markers that have changed, you know, look at the surgeries you've had, look at the financial stress you have, look at the loss that and the grief you've experienced and put those on your health timeline because mm. they matter, you know, why we have illness or dis-ease in our life is for many reasons. And we need to look at all of them, not just um, finding a treatment. Obviously, healing is what I desire for people, mm-hmm. but you can't heal from something truly. I like what you asked a while back was, you know, it's just going to come back, right? Yeah. yeah. If it's you a mindset or core belief. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Even cancer, if we want to use that word, but you know, uh, if you don't fix the chronic stress that led to that, it's, it's just going to manifest somewhere else. So, right. And same thing with diet, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. So you were saying you have to look at my, you were going to say, Oh, um, you, you, I just would tell people, this is something you can do. It's free. (laughs) Sit down, take some time for yourself, right? You're valuable enough to do that. Just take a few hours and sit with yourself, make a timeline of your life and the things that you think could have contributed to whatever it is, fill in the blank symptom that you wish you didn't have and Mm -hmm. start the time you're a child and and put on that mile marker you know the losses that you've gone through the financial strain the relationships that were broken these are emotional things that do manifest in unhealth Mm -hmm. um put the the diet that maybe wasn't so healthy the surgeries that you've had the medication you've been on all of this leads to where we are sitting right now right Mm -hmm. so um and it's, it's all fixable. Your body wants to heal itself. People, you know, I do not buy into the philosophy. Your body's attacking itself. I will not ever buy into that because our bodies are intuitive. They're always trying to heal ourselves. They're always fighting for us. They're mm-hmm. fighting for you. So if you, that, that's a great point to your, your um, mentioning mindset in our belief system. If you believe that your immune system is attacking itself, it probably is. That's what they're teaching. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. if you, if you, if you're told you have an autoimmune disease, that's what you believe. Yes. And even with like bacteria, you've got, you take probiotics to counteract the, the bad bacteria. We have good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. So oh, we, yes. we're just taught that like, there's just this constant battle going on inside. And what does that create is it creates a lot of disharmony Absolutely. and disease. Um, I loved this, this quote, I, the very first quote I saw on your website, um, when I clicked on, and I'm going to pull it up right now, because I was yeah. like, when I click on Rife Therapy, it says, what well, Royal Rife says, if the human body is mm-hmm. balanced in pH and nutrients, it is not susceptible to disease. So mm-hmm. this is something that I've really been focusing on lately is our water. The, the water that we drink because I have a reverse osmosis filter because we have fish tanks. So I've always thought, well, it's really pure, but what mm-hmm. I didn't realize is that it's actually stripping out some of the minerals and nutrients that I need. And when I drink that water, I think it's, t- it's taking things from my body with it. Um, so now I'm looking mm-hmm. into like, you know, pouring it through like an alkaline filter, but then I've also heard like, well, you don't want to drink too much alkaline water. <laughs> So it's like, how do you know when you found this like great pH balance? Is there any way? Wow, that's a great question. Um, and I think you're spot on. People need to start with their water. That's so, so valuable. Um, I love that quote because we are chemical beings, but we're also electrical beings. So the pH aspect is the chemical part of your body, whereas frequency and light is more of the electrical part of your body. But um okay so i think that 
people should know that their blood, their blood system, which is your nutrient system, right? It's nutrients are getting to your cells. It's your life, as we call it, the lifeblood. Um, your blood has to be at a 7.4 pH for you to be alive, right? So, mm. you know, it has to maintain that to some degree. It may fluctuate in hundreds, but it needs to be at a 7.4. So if you look at a pH scale, 1 to 14, 7.4 is right there in the middle, slightly alkaline, right? But it's not at a 14 because then you're talking liquid Drano, which you would never drink that. And then all the way at the other side of the spectrum would be something like battery acid, right? You're not oh going to drink that either. Right. So, you know, 7.4 is a beautiful number. And if you look up fruits and vegetables, especially, let's just, no, let me change that. Let's just look up fruits. Most of the fruits are between six and seven. And most of the, what I would call, you would think they're acid fruits, but they're actually not when they hit the body. Like lemon, lemon mm -hmm. is actually a seven pH, watermelon, cantaloupe, mangoes, these kinds of things. Wow. So, you know, people um, think you have to drink in the 12 to 13 range, but that's actually not very safe. You need to be in in that range of where your blood is, your lifeblood is, right? Now, looking towards the one side, I mean, chemotherapy is between a two and a three. So, you know, that's very harmful to your body. Hmm. Um, things like soda, tobacco, coffee, turkey, pork, these are ones. So um, very, very harmful oh. to the body. So what happens is over time, you're dumping these low pH acids into the blood and the blood has to balance. It has to be a 7.4. So guess what it's going to steal? It's going to steal the most alkaline thing in your body to create homeostasis in the blood um, and the most prevalent place they can, which is calcium. So it's going to steal you your bones, your teeth, your oh, wow. calcium. Mm -hmm. So your blood's going to rebalance. Oh, and the body is, like I said, is always trying to heal itself. It's pretty resilient. Wow. But you'll see this over time. People have bone loss. They have varicose veins. They have brittle nails. They have tooth hair decay. falling out. Tooth decay. It's a lifetime of constantly, the blood just constantly stealing um, alkalinity, we'll say, to rebalance those acids and if we would eat a diet that's conducive for what the blood needs um we would stay and what rife was saying there we will stay in that perpetual healing mode right we won't mm -hmm. be be needing to um steal things that our body needs and then not to mention that but that puts a strain on your parathyroid glands because they are all behind calcium production so you know you want to People, people now they radiate their thyroid. Most people are on Synthroid, which is a synthetic version of um, the hormones your thyroid produces. And it's because of this very thing, right? They just need to quit eating an acid diet. And for the people that promote paleo and keto and this sort of thing, I mean, that is especially keto. You can make an argument for paleo, but keto is very acidic to the body hmm. so over time I, people want to do it for weight loss okay that's your choice but if you do this for your lifetime you're you're going to pay for that wow. one way or another yeah. yeah that's so fascinating seems like there's so much opportunity in just teaching like from a like social like education perspective like hey, this is what a proper diet looks like. This is important drinking water. And then we don't have to focus so much on all the healing because we don't, we won't have all the issues. Yeah. How nice would that be? You're so right. It would be great. And I mean, you, you, you have to know, people have to know that the reason why they're pushing a high protein diet is to keep you sick and dependent on medication because it will take your kidneys down. And if your kidneys aren't functioning, you can't detox. So there's a reason for these, um, you know, people that are supporting and protecting these organizations like the USDA and the egg industry and, you know, the dairy industry, 
there's a reason why there's so much money involved in that. Um, and I believe that it's tied up with the big pharma because, um, you know, why is the government making it really, really cheap for people to eat like that? You can eat a lot cheaper at McDonald's than going to Whole Foods and buying fruits and vegetables. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. It's a sad state of a broken world. Totally. But we, we get to decide, you know, everyone listening gets to decide how they live mm -hmm. and how they eat and how they think and how they breathe and what they drink, mm -hmm. the water they drink. So, you know, that's collectively, we get to, we get to take it back if, if we make the right choices and then the healthcare options begin to change everything. Our environment begins to change. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do believe that that people are gaining more interest in natural health. I mm -hmm. do believe that, um, and I and I just hope that that people will make that choice for themselves, the right choices. Because, um, like I was saying before, it's not the path of suffering. Like you will suffer <laughs> the other path, you know. Um, yeah, and. It may be sacrificial, but it's not, it's not the path of suffering. It doesn't have to be, you can live a beautiful life, um, and feel good every day, you know, yeah. um, if you were to get out the waste, that's the other thing is that, you know, most people that I see, this is true, have never cleansed their body. Never, not one parasite cleanse, not one bowel cleanse, not one liver cleanse, nothing, you know, that's shocking to me when um we clean our cars and our air conditioning units twice a year and our oil change every so many miles like seriously your machine that's running your life for you you're not even going to cleanse it you know we should require not require as a mandate but we should su highly suggest a yearly parasite cleanse for every human being wow yeah that makes because total sense yeah, it's a toxic world. I mean, we do that. Farmers do that for their animals. They deworm their animals wow. all the time. Wow. I'm writing that so down. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And if we're, if we're putting so much faith in our body's ability to do that, why aren't we trusting it to also heal us and work for us in our favor rather than like putting all that power and authority onto yes. someone else? That's right. So, hey, it's yeah. hard to it's hard to go out there alone sometimes. You do feel like the lone soldier and um sometimes it's lonely, right? Yeah. yeah. You talk to us like they don't agree, they're on the it's okay yeah. though. It's okay. Yeah. It's good to be what's the what's the theme in Austin, Texas? It's good to be weird or something like that. I don't know, but I like it. That's my <laughs> motto. Weird is they, different, they different is good. Different is good. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to be respectful of your time. And I think we, we had a three o'clock cutoff. So I will wrap this up. But I'm so grateful for all that you've shared. And even just demonstrating the tool and just talking about yeah. all this, all this amazing stuff. There's so much that we can learn just about how to take care of our bodies and just alternative ways of dealing with health issues and just thinking about why is our body attacking ourselves it's you know mainly a ph issue so if we could focus on that as a humanity <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing but i'd love to pick your brain some more about diet yeah. and all that stuff so maybe we could do a follow-up in the future or absolutely i'd love to yeah. continue to stay in touch because this has been so fascinating well i hope that your podcast takes off i think it's a great name and it's a great idea and um, hopefully we've inspired the future up and coming, you know, practitioners that want to venture out into frequency. So for sure. I know I'm interested. I want to learn more about it. I want to come see it. I want to learn how to use it. Yeah. And I could see myself doing that one day because I do feel like, yeah. you know, I have a, I have a bunch of tuning forks and I have singing bowls and stuff, but I just, there's, they are one specific frequency and I can't change that. I could just get more tools. <laughs> so like with something like yeah. this, you have access yeah. to that whole range so it'll just open up yeah a different level and you know there's there's so many people that need healing so yeah 
that's my hope is that, you know, um, especially young people, you know, they need to know that this is a viable option in healthcare um, when people are deciding what to do um, for their life. You know, they, they leave high school and they're thinking, maybe there's somebody listening that's like, I really want to help people, but I don't want to go through medical school and prescribe toxic pharmaceuticals. You know, there the sky is the limit. There are so many options. And um, I'm not saying you don't need to be educated. You need to know, you need to know about the human body and you need to study and, and there's trainings and certifications for that sort of thing. But just know that there's more options than the typical healthcare model. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, um, we can pray for the future because I think yes. that it is, we know, we know it is bright and, and you keep doing what you're doing and I'll keep doing what I'm doing and try to touch as many lives as we can. That's right. Thank you so much. Thank you. And if anybody, um, I'm at hummingbirdheal.com. Yes, and share all your um, info. I forgot to ask that. That's okay. Yeah. I just, if anybody wants to get in touch with me, if I didn't answer any questions, if they have more questions, um, you can email me at Sarah, uh, S-A-R-A-H at hummingbirdheal.com. I'm on Facebook at Hummingbird Healing and Instagram at Hummingbird Heal. <laughs> Just to confuse right. um, <laughs> I love so. it. I'm definitely going to share this this episode with a couple people I know that I think can benefit from it. But like you oh, said, it's good. It's going to be up to each individual whether or not it's something that they are willing to explore and accept because it's not either my job or your job to convince people. We're I think we're past that phase where we're doing it. We know it works. And people just have to do their own research and give it a shot at this point. That's right. Well, I thank you for interviewing me and thank you for what you do. And the sky's the limit for you too. I'm excited to see what you do. Thank you so much. Yeah. Many blessings to you and have a lovely day. You too. Thank you, Kim. Bye-bye. Bye. This concludes episode five of the Frequency Matters podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you have learned something interesting, and perhaps you've thought of somebody who may benefit from this information. Please like, subscribe, and share so we can get this information out to those who need it. Have a blessed and beautiful day. Frequency, 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 frequency matters. 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 matters.